thank you for the availability of strength in your house. Zion is a place of strength. No matter how depleted we feel, we can come here and strength of the Lord. So that we can stay like the so can in through Christ who strengthened us. Thank you for bringing us to such a place to strengthen and thank you for the strengthening of spirits this morning. I thank you for strengthening of souls this morning. I thank you for strengthening of our mortal bodies this morning. I thank you for strengthening for fainting minds this morning. And at the end of the day, we shall leave because strength is for life when others shall say there is a casting down we shall say there is a lieutenant when others have given into depression we will be expressing ourselves in strength this is why you have brought us here today and we thank you in advance in Jesus name we pray and everyone said amen amen and amen amen never say you are traveling went for somebody's party wedding funeral because of that you absented yourself from church never do that it doesn't matter whether your church is there or not. If you are not feeling well and you travel, you won't grit your teeth and say, you know what? My head is aching me, but this hospital in Akedeh or Krob or wherever it is, I will never go there until I go home. As a matter of how when people travel, you know, to develop countries, the first thing they are looking for is in health insurance. They want to secure themselves against anything. So I want to congratulate you if you are here this morning that you have done the best thing and the wisest thing. Appreciate yourself. You have done something very good. I mean, when you want money, you go to the uh, ATM. You put your money there. Wherever you have gone. You will say, this is not my country. Therefore, I won't transact. And then when you put in whether MasterCard or Visa card, and then the money comes at you are like, yes, I have a right. The house of God should be more appreciated than any of these things. Hallelujah. Praise God. I said hallelujah. Praise God. For the Jews even when they were not at home, at base. This is how they pray 
they will make sure that they face the direction of the temple it's like where i have gone to there is no church there is no synagogue but i want to tune my mind i want to draw an imaginary line from where i am standing to the church because it's a place of strength this moment all i'm saying is that god is strengthening you can i have a good amen amen praise can bring strength worship thanksgiving can bring strength but the ultimate tool or channel for our strength is the word of god it is the word of god daniel said that he was strengthened when the Lord spoke to him. Strength comes the highest form of the release of strength is the word of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Daniel chapter 10 verse 19. And said, O man, greatly beloved, fear not. Peace be unto you. Be strong. Yea, be strong. Nobody is applying any pomade on his face. Nobody is giving him any bottle of oil to take home. Nobody is giving him any special thing. It's just worse. Somebody say worse. You know you can find yourself in a hospital by words that somebody spoke to you. He says something before you know you have gone off and you are in the emergency. The best thing that ever happened to man is that God gave him a word. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. So here is Daniel receiving the words of God. Peace be unto you, be strong, ye be strong. And when he had spoken, when he had done what? Louder with strength. When he had what? And when he had spoken unto me, what happened? When he has spoken, what happened? This morning you are being strengthened. So, so when he found out that he was strengthened, the service was about to close. Daniel said no. You can't stop the service now. So he continued, said, let my why are you why are we reading so i can see people squeezing their their daniel chapter 10 verse 19 but i saw daniel chapter 7 or something i saw belshazzar we are talking about the lord amen amen belshazzar doesn't give strength 
let my Lord speak, for thou art strengthening me. What is happening to me is a good thing. Keep talking. Keep speaking. Do you know that if God has stopped creation on the third day, there will be certain things that will not be present in creation? Probably we wouldn't have lakes, we wouldn't have oceans. It was the continuous speaking of God that brought this beautiful creation into being. You are not smart if you are not hearing God's word. You have no time to. It's not a smart thing to. It's a dumb thing to do. You want to hear God speak and speak in accent clear and still. You want to say, Speak to me and speak again. Because therein lies our strength. This morning you are being strengthened. I said you are being strengthened. Amen. Amen. We are being strengthened. Hallelujah. Praise God. Colossians chapter 3, verse 4. Colossians 3, 4. When Christ, everybody say after me, Christ. One more time, Christ. When Christ is a good word, who is our life shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. Colossians 3 4, please. When Christ our life shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. Look up here, please. With Christ, you never appear in shame. You only appear in glory. That's what the Bible says. Anyone who believes on him shall not be confounded. In other words, shall not be ashamed. I see people talking about Abraham in town. This guy called Abraham, you know, 90 years old. The wife is 80 years old. They will give birth for us to see. Not when Christ is your life. When Christ is with you, God is with you, there is nothing like shame. Money can be with you. I can prophesy to you right now. Be prepared for shame with your money. The best of contacts and networks can be with you. I can prophesy to you. Be ready for a great shame. The best of doctors can be your consultants. You know, you don't go to the ordinary doctor. You have physicians, physician specialists. If that is all you have, be prepared for shame. But when it is Christ, who is our life, when he shows up, 
we also show up with him in glory this morning as I see you I see every day counting in glory for you if you believe it that amen will be louder see just this week I was thinking about the power of words even yesterday I was encouraging one sister because I realized I said something careless like joke but it became and it it brought weeks later or months I saw the effect of what I said you know one of those moments where you just said I, I want to be human brother you don't want to be human you want to be Christian so you just say things I am dying my money is finished when you said that it was left with your 5,000 I'm telling you a time will come you'll be looking for 5 Ghana you won't get I'm saying this to say that when we say good things, respond with everything inside you. Say an amen to it. Yeah. When Christ is your life, you will never see shame. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's why the Bible is in words. It's the best of God's compilation for our life of glory. This moment I'm talking to you about Christ. What about Christ? Christ our life. Christ our life. When Christ, who is our life? Now, we appreciate things by contrast, you know, white, black, right? So, what about life? The opposite will be death. Now, the significance of Christ, when we say Christ, the thing that must flash through your mind like lightning is victory over death. When we talk of Christ, we are talking of life in him is life the bible says and the life is the light of man that is john chapter 1 verse 4 if your bible is here you can read alongside you can read on the screen if it's not here you just listen to the hearing of the word in him was life everyone say after me life and the life was the light of man. Chapter 3 of John verse 36. He that believeth on the Son has everlasting life. Life. 
He that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abided on him. And that means death. Chapter 5, verse 24. 5:24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that hears my word. Thank God you are hearing the word. And believe on him that sent me has everlasting life. And shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death to life. One of the banners out there, we just finished the conference. One of the banners there, it says, from death to life. That is Christianity. What is Christianity? From death to life. Chapter 11, verse 25 of John. You know, these gospel writers were testifying of life that this Jesus that we have been with, we have handled, we have seen, our hands have touched. He is life. And he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He has not diminished in life, cannot diminish in life, will never diminish in life. In him dwells the fullness of life. Chapter 11, the verse number 25 of John. Jesus said unto her, Jesus, you know, sometimes we say quotes. Uh, this one said, this one said, you better listen to Jesus' quotes. Can I have an amen? Amen. I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet he shall live. Jesus infests with life. He infests with life. He infests with life. We have been in, uh, you know, we woke up to 2020 onwards. We are now one year ahead, 2020, and uh, pandemic infection, infectious disease. Well, Christ infects with life. We are sitting in, we used not to be like this because we are told that you better be careful of the other person sitting beside you. You can contract something. But for Christ, you contract, you get infected with life. Can I have an affirming amen to it? Chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Amen. Amen. Second Timothy chapter one verse ten. Why are we reading so many scriptures? That's how you know God's word. 
you can never clap your hands no matter how many minutes you clap 45 30 minutes and then you know god's word it doesn't you can't dance one hour and know god's word you have to open the book and read it then you know god's word second timothy chapter 1 verse 10 but it's now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death. You see, contrast, because he's going to introduce him as Lord of life. So he has abolished death. And so what? And has brought life and immortality to light, to the stage, to the signboard, to the screen, that everybody should see it through the gospel. Praise God. Hallelujah. And Paul is saying, Whereunto I'm appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. He's excited about being a herald of life. A herald announcing life. Revelation chapter 1, verse 18. Revelation 1 18. I am he that liveth. You touch Jesus, you touch life. I am he that liveth and was dead. Listen. Beyond your breath, beyond the blood that runs through you is a life. It is called Christ. Some people, they even think money is life. You know, money is life. Money. Really? I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, and behold what? With strength. Let's all read it. Forevermore. Just keep the English on the screen. I'm alive for how long? Jesus was alive when he rose from the dead. Maybe 40 days after the resurrection, he was alive. 40 years after the resurrection, alive. 400 years after it, it is 2021. Jesus is alive forevermore. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And Amen. I have the keys of hell and of death. It's only Jesus. He does not just have a key to a garage. Some people, their gates can open automatic door. You know, uh, go to some hotels. The, the door open at your, uh, in this age of whatever fingerprint or something it's a kind of a key but nobody has the keys of hell and of death it's jesus who has it and it is in his pocket the day christ will come you just open the our tombs open open out out and then off we go if death is afraid of anyone death 
greatest fear is Christ. You know, you can have children, they are not really scared of their parents, they are scared of their uncle. Or he's scared of the fact the, 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 the father he doesn't care about the mother. Amen. Amen. Like one child who's, who, who you know the father said, My children are not afraid of their mother, they are only afraid of me and their Sunday school teacher. <laughs> There is someone that death dreads. Death is not afraid of a rich man, is not afraid of a president, is not afraid of anybody, of a, a boxer, a wrestler, even a healthy person. Some people die in the gym. But death is afraid of Christ. Christ our life. Now, if you hear Christ alive, Christ alive, you may not really get the heart of the message. This Jesus whom I'm preaching to you, he tells us that we should teach all things that he has commanded us. There are some some details to Christ our life. So I'm going to be showing us, unveiling the nature of this Christ our life. How is it like? So that you can prick somebody or observe someone and say, you know what? This man has this life. You can test and find him positive, Christ's life positive. So, what is the nature of Christ our life? Number one, it is it carries what you call eternal life, or it has eternal life. It is eternal life. It's not a temporal life. And by the way, the definition of eternal life is not just in terms of time, chronology. Eternal life actually means relationship with God. Listen, when the Bible says Abraham is the friend of God, it means that Abraham never dies. That's the meaning. How can two work together except they be agreed? So God is not going to make a friend of somebody who is today, but tomorrow is not. God God's friends don't die. His children don't die. They are in relationship with him. Eternal life is more of an escape from death. It actually explains relationship with God which is forever and ever and ever and ever. Listen. Listen. 2,000 years from now, I will still be trending. <laughs> no, I will be trending 
the language of today's world, trending. I will still be on. Amen. Amen. When the world is over, I will still be alive. Why? Eternal life. Eternal life is not good boys and good girls in church. That is not it at all. That when at Prempe College, Wesley girls can make it. Small, small schools can make, you know, good boys, courtesy for boys. And we are talking about something that brings you into intimacy with God. You partake of God. You have a divine nature. You think like God. You walk like God. You, you feel like God. And you live forever like God. That is eternal life. Listen, that's why we are in church. If you come to church and you miss eternal life, it was a waste of time. John chapter 17, verse 2. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. John 17, 2. Verse 3. And this is life eternal or eternal life. I'm showing you the nature of Christ our life. But it is first of all, eternal life and this is eternal life that they might know thee the only true god what is that relationship intimacy communion fellowship and jesus christ whom you have sent why eternal life because human life is not enough for relationship with god the Bible says flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians 15 50. You see, those of us who know a little bit of science, you can't go to space with your t shirt and your shorts. Are you here? How many of you have seen a picture of somebody in space? They are like a mattress. They are very heavy. In other words, flesh and blood here cannot inherit space. You have to get your space clothed so that you can go there. To relate with God, you must be clothed upon with eternal life. This flesh and blood cannot do that. It takes eternal life. It takes eternal life. Where do I get eternal life from? Without wasting time, I'm giving you it to you straight away. It is the gift of God. It's a gift. You know, there are some people, they are still waiting to do better, to have acceptance with God, to have favor with God, you know, and they are just there, waiting that one day it will happen to them. I go to a certain mountain to go and pray. 
if it's eternal life you want, you just took a vacation. If it was eternal life you wanted, you just took a vacation. It is the mountain you just went, you climbed and you came down. I'm telling you in this world, there are people, there are places right now, not 500 years ago, they climb things, mountains, and they are getting bruises. In fact, the place where they, 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 they do that kind of thing is stained with people's blood. Why? Because they feel by exerting myself and punishing myself and being ascetic and 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 that kind of thing may give me eternal life. If I fast for 40 days, then God will save me. If I don't step on an ant, then I will have eternal life. No. Amen. Amen. It's a gift of God. I say it's a gift of God. That gift is coming to you today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Romans 6:23. Romans 4:23. For the wages of sin is death. That one is constant. The minimum wage of sin. It never changes. It is always like that in the economy of creation. You don't sin and leave, sir. You don't sin and leave, madam. You will sin and die. The word of God says. The wages of sin is death, but but the gift of God is eternal life. How? Through Jesus Christ our Lord. It's a gift. Praise God. Hallelujah. How much do you have to exert yourself to get a gift? Nothing. Just a gift. Supposing I want to give this water by our pastor here. I want to give it to him. He just has to stretch his hand and receive it. That's it. It is a gift of God. Can you say amen? Amen. Having an A in chemistry may never come as a gift. But eternal life can come as a gift. Sometimes somebody goes for exams, he fails, he fails seven times, you know, one subject. The EMS, English, Math, and Science, and the person is not doing it's like, oh, won't Wayek do something, or what, what, and you never get it. But God gives eternal life freely. But this is what God wants you to do. It's not actually doing something. It is just receiving it. It is called faith. So the nature of eternal life, it is a gift of God. Then it is received by faith alone. Faith alone. Faith alone. Through Christ alone. 
John chapter 3 verse 16. The popularity of John chapter 3 verse 16 is not because it is the common scripture, but it's because God loves man. That's why of all scriptures, it's like it's the easiest in everybody's mind. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Those of us who preach, we are in the same spirit as God. We love you. That's why we preach. That whosoever believe in him, faith, should not perish but receive that gift of eternal life. Simple. It is received by faith alone. Chapter 6, verse 47. John 6, 47. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me has everlasting life. How many days does that have to take you? You just have to rest your head, your heart, on the word of God. You want to give me a gift? I receive it by faith and I am saved. Hallelujah. Praise God. I remember a pastor who was sharing about two weeks ago. I was there. He said he was worried because he preached to a certain guy. He was a drunkard. And then he traveled. When he arrived, he heard the guy had died. So I would say, okay, say, so for being in a chibi, I said, nah, no, if he said, okay, say, be a chere, be a no, or no, sir. So right from where he arrived to his house and later on to the guy's family, he was asking himself and questioning God. Oh God, why? 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 So he said he was taking his bath. Then God came to the bathroom to ask him certain questions. He said, I told you to go and preach to him. Didn't you do it? Now, when you left, in fact, the guy went on coma on top of it before he died. God asked him, the hospital, where they say selling alcohol in the hospital, pastor, you are worried. You are saying, why? I want to find out from you. Where this, how many of you are here? Amen. Amen. I think I'm talking sense. Yeah, he is like, oh God, why? Then Nami Busan is question and he had peace in his heart now will peace in your heart about somebody's death go to sleep the person is going to the better place you have heard of the man the, the thief on the cross with Jesus 
the thief on the cross with Jesus. This is Jesus. This is a thief. This is another thief. Then this thief said, Lord, remember me. In your kingdom. I have told you don't have to climb any mountain. You are doing susu with a pastor, a church. I give thousand, I give two, two, two thousand, I'm giving money. Look, it does not register in heaven. That is not how eternal life comes. It's a waste of your time. You are supposed to give, but eternal life comes by faith and faith alone. That man, did he get down and go for prayer meeting? He went down and went for Bible studies. He got down and went for camp meeting. He got down and went for evangelism. From the cross to heaven. Because he believed. This morning, may you have faith in Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I want to talk to assure some unstable brethren here. Sometimes you always question, you take your salvation and then you are questioning, am I saved? Listen, we just came from a conference. God is faithful. If you have believed, that settles it. If you have believed, that settles it. If you have believed, that's what? It settles it. With God, we close a deal with faith. The deal is done. It's a done deal by faith alone. Abraham, come over here. Abraham, You are 90. Your wife is 80. I'm going to make you a father of many nations. If you can only believe, the deal is closed. And thank God this man did. The Bible says that his body was as good as dead. He had come to the full stop of life as far as reproduction is concerned. But faith will give life and give eternal life what is the nature of christ our life it is a holy life it's eternal life number one which brings you into relationship with god secondly it's a holy life you see Every form of life has a clear evidence. Every form of life. Plant life is there. Plants. Animal life. Now, we can even tell that somebody is dead because he has lost the vital signs of life. Now, eternal life has no, it's not different. It's not different. It has vital signs that you can be checked and we can know that you have you have the life of Christ. We, it, it's not a guess. You see? We can be certain. Absolutely certain you have Christ as your life when you show this sign. Holy life. Amen. Amen. Colossians chapter 3. This is Christianity. 
Colossians chapter 3, the verse number 4. When Christ who is alive shall appear, then shall he appear with him in glory. Now look at verse 5. Mortify therefore or therefore mortify Christ is that what is in your Bible? Mortify. Mortify comes from the word mortuary. Mort. See, deaf people. He said, don't allow. Because these things are killers. Fornication. Uncleanness. Inordinate affection. Evil concupiscence. And covetousness, which is idolatry. What is he saying? He's saying that Christ, our life, is a holy life. It is opposite to these things. Amen. Amen. Galatians chapter 5. 17. Let's start from verse 19. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies. Are there not people in church who double in these things? You are in church, but you were a top witch. A top witch in church. Look, we can give you a post, but you have you don't have the life of Christ. You can be intimidating people, you know, in church because of an evil character, personality you carry, and then they are making way for you. You will be surprised the gate of heaven will be shut to your face. Was you bit me at time for four? New my body in Subia, we are not a funimum when you bounce on no what or Sura Himamu. So he's writing to people like us that this is not the Christ life. He's instructing the church that if any one of these things are in you, it is the opposite. These are not the signs of the Christ life. He added in verse 21, envies, murders. You are in church, but you are full of envy. Murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. I remember someone he said where he was attending church, the pastors will go and drink palm wine before they come and do service. You are not in Christ. Amen. Amen. Of the which I tell you before, as I've also told you in time past, that they which do such things, they don't have the Christ life. They shall not inherit the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is the kingdom of his dear son. What is the Christ life then? Holy life. But the fruit of the spirit, the Christ life, 
that is another word for it the, the fruit of the spirit the, the signs of the spirit is love is joy is peace is long suffering is gentleness is goodness it is faith is meekness is temperance then he says against such there is no law you can't take anybody to court on any one of these things what is filling the prisons of the world if justice is really justice is the absence of the life of Christ. That is what is filling our prisons. Paul never goes to prisons for any of these things. They didn't arrest and say, you are too meek, go to prison. You are too good, go to prison. Even the world has some sense. They will give Nobel Peace Prize and awards to people they think they are doing some good to help And the word of God is saying against these things, against the life of Christ, we pray this morning for suffering Christians. The reason why the world is throwing them into prison and doing all of those things because it's just they hate them. But not on civil law. You can't catch a Christian, you know, and, 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 and accuse him of a criminal act. It does not exist. Holy life. May this life of Christ be seen in you. It is a life of righteousness. It's a life of peace. It's a life of joy in the Holy Ghost. Listen, holiness is happiness. To be pure is to be glad. This Christ life, it comes with the gift of righteousness. It comes with the prince of peace to rule in your heart. It comes with the joy of the Holy Ghost to rejoice in the world of grief and pain. That's holiness. Amen. Amen. And finally, it's a resurrection life. It's a resurrection life. It is eternal life. It is a holy life the nature of the life of Christ it is resurrection life Colossians 3 4 Colossians 3 4 please look up here that's what the Bible says. It's a fool who says in his heart there is no God. The Bible says. When you put a seed in the ground, before it can spring up, it has to die. It can't come up in its fresh state. It must die. Now all these are preparatory lessons 
for telling us what is ahead of us. Nature is God's first evangelist, God's first preacher. If you look at nature enough, you must see something about God. For instance, the relationship between a mother and a child. The prophet Isaiah said, Can a mother forsake her little child? God was saying to Israel, Look at the way mothers relate with their babies. That's how I relate with you. Say, well, well, maybe, maybe she can, maybe she can, but the Lord will not do that. Resurrection life. Sorry, You may be wondering how, how? That's it. If God has, has power, and it is proven in nature, it will be proven in our lives. Colossians chapter 3 verse 4 When Christ who is our life shall appear What is that? Resurrection life? 1 Corinthians chapter 15 We are going to stay there If you are here say Amen 1 Corinthians 15 13 but if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen. We should close the church and go home. That's what he's saying. And if Christ be not risen, verse 14, then is my preaching right now, it is vanity and your faith. You, you claim you believe something. Forget about it. Jesus rose from the dead. But it does not end there. The life he gives us implies that we are also going to rise one day. Verse 42. Let, let's read verse 19. First. First Corinthians 15, 19. If in this life only, take note of that word, only here, you what live from 1979 to 2020. That is the date you die. If only in this life we have hope in Christ, then we are of all men most miserable. Every Christian should have a hope here, of course, and beyond here. We resolve, listen, we resolve the mysteries of life by this man, Christ Jesus. When doctors don't know the next minute what happens when somebody closes his eyes, we resolve the mystery by appealing to Jesus Christ. When a widow is left to take care of her children and people are like, oh, what an unfortunate scene. If that woman believes in the Christ that I'm talking about, that mystery of being alone and the mystery of the, the, the husband is gone, the mystery is resolved 
by appealing to Jesus Christ. For to be absent in the body, said Paul, is to be present with the Lord. Paul said, if I shut my eyes, you are my church members. Don't think I'm just suspended in an air somewhere. Don't think that is the end of me and dust has gone to dust and, and flesh to, 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 to the grave. No. When the moment my eyes goes off like this, there I am with Jesus Christ. Paul said, you can clap better if you believe it. Resurrection life. Hallelujah. Praise God. If only in this world, if we have hope. The way God's value system, let me allow me to do this way, it's very funny. No matter what you have, you say you are miserable if it is only about here. You are very, hey, you can occupy Forbes list of rich people, you are miserable. And you can be an academic mind in, in whatever university you are miserable if it's only in this life but there's another life Christ our life verse 32 if after the manner of men, you see, Paul is making a defense for this thing called resurrection life. If after the manner of men, I have fought with beasts at Ephesus, what advantage do I have if the dead rise not? Let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Paul said, yeah, let's have party and forget about everything. Be not deceived. Evil communication corrupt good manners. Now we use this to talk about, you know, just make sure you watch your friends and whatever. But what he was actually aiming at was that some people are trying to talk them out of the reality of resurrection life. He said, watch out. Believe these things. They are real. Therefore, awake to righteousness. And don't sin by closing your mind to the resurrection. For some have not the knowledge of God. What knowledge of God? Resurrection. But some man will say, How are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? thou fool that which thou sow is not quickened except it die 42 so also is the resurrection of the dead it is sown in corruption it is raised in incorruption listen all dead people are alive all dead people amen amen i'm not talking about people you saw in a dream i mean they are really alive we had a conference here last week yeah or so the one of the pastors who preached said he had COVID, something like COVID. then when he dreamt his friend who has died 12 years ago in the midst of their symptoms 
when he dreamt, the friend, you know, when you have fever, you can have all kinds of funny dreams. His friend who had died 12 years ago came and put his hand in his neck and said, Let us go. So for say the obi obeka asem o yenhye mu na sika so onyakob ibi na odai no so daye na na dafu bi o wuda dada den sabe to the come say o nua yenko now that is not he's alive in that way i'm they really alive and yes that e e kan e mum no mo wo o the difference is some all flowers are not the same some will be alive unto glory others unto shame hallelujah praise god 51 behold i show you a mystery <laughs> i told you What's if you said? want listen if you want to crack the mysteries of life don't run to science run to christ I show you a mystery. Where did we come from? Come to Christ. You find the answer. Where are we? Come to Christ. You find the answer. Where are we going? It's not in a prophet's head. It is in Christ. I show you a mystery. And this moment, I am showing you a mystery. That we shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed for this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality so when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written death is swallowed up in victory death is swallowed up in victory what is the meaning of that christ our life it's like Paul is teasing death. Say, oh death, oh death. Into your power, oh death, where is thy sting? Oh grave, where is thy victory? Death, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin. And the strength of sin is the law. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 57 that's my champion verse but thanks be to God glory to God thanks be to God listen we don't need to take alcohol to mute the reality and the pain of death we find our triumphant joy in Christ we are able to pack pain aside with Christ in us who gives us the victory thanks be unto God thanks be unto God listen the Bible says when Jesus the first time he died I mean, of course, he died once. When he died and he resurrected, the first resurrection, let me put it that way. The first, maybe if you are not conversant with the Bible, you may not see it. But yes, you saw him. He's a lord of nature. As I say, I gather papa. 
Bible so nyane e no nyo no kwade nyane o ahotifo mwu Yesu nyane ya wonam ese ya oba no otebe bia owu ano asore then they came to town that's the bible sana tresem neka amen amen that is the word of god and one day the dead in christ shall rise praise god hallelujah if you are living for now you are miserable finally every life grows so I've shown you the nature of the of the Christ life. Christ, our life, is eternal life. It brings us relationship with God. It's a holy life. Don't mind anybody who say you can't be holy. They have not read their Bible. They are reading the word. Amen. Amen. They have not read their Bible. He says, we shall see him as he is when he appears. Everyone that has this hope in him purified himself even as he is pure. Christ's life is resurrection life. That is the nature of the Christ life. Now, the nature of that life, it must grow all life grows every parent here will be sad if your child is not growing likewise god wants us to grow first peter chapter 2 verse 2 first peter 2 verse 2 as newborn babes you've got the life thank god desire the sincere milk of the word that that sorry you understand there's something like that no that you will grow thereby what is second peter 3:18 second peter chapter 3 verse 18 but grow in grace i want to just impress on us that this life it grows amen amen Second Peter three eighteen. Yeni wo adumu eni yene radi Jesus Christo ya jingkwan inim diemo. Amen. Amen. So the nature of that life is very important. Sometimes we problem our church. You know, it's not about somebody should do something for you. You know, come out, do this, all those. You know. They have their place. But sometimes it's because you have not grown, you are still in a class of a problem. That is the whole point. Yeah. And God has a, a sense of humor. When you are not passing your test, he repeats you. What did you say? God has a sense of, you think I'm, I'm not here. God, if you don't know, just keep quiet. <laughs> Praise God. I told you you should go and listen to your messages, your, your interpretations. 
I'm saying that when you don't pass God's test, He keeps you there. By growing, you can come out of certain problems. A butterfly changes levels. You can call it glory. He changes glory by the process of moving from one state to the other. And when you have time to grow, you see, when you give birth to your child, you don't pray over the child to grow. Prayer has this place. So I command you grow. Grow. No, we don't grow that way. You have she, she must be fed. He must be fed. Amen. Amen. How is the Christ life nurtured in us? Number one is desire the sincere milk of the word of God. First Peter 2 2. Desire the word of God. Value the word. Amen. Amen. Value the word. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that you will grow. That is how you nurture the life. When you read God's word, something will happen to you. It is called growth. Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Acts 2, 42. 32, rather. Acts 2, 30. Acts 2, 42 is the continuous separation in the apostles' doctrine. 2032. 2032. I commend you to God unto the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. You see that? The word of God is what builds you. It grows you and gives you things. Inheritance. That's what the Bible is saying. Amen. Amen. Secondly, the nature of Christ our life. The nature, the way it grows, the way it is developed in us. That's nurturing, nature, development. First of all, it is the word of God. Secondly, secondly, very important. Become followers of us. How do children learn to speak? They follow us. They say daddy, not because they have read it in my first copy book. No. They say daddy because they have heard somebody say daddy. Sometimes they're not even getting the pronunciation right. Water, he may say something. But at least he is following. How do they eat? Look, you can give birth to a Chinese child. If you bring him to Ghana and you start treating him to fufu and whatever, that's what he will know how to eat. For the life of Christ to grow, you must become a follower. Of us. Of Jesus is not here. You won't see Jesus anywhere. He is in certain people. Amen. Amen. First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 5 and 6. First Thessalonians 5, 1 and 6. 
For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance, as you know what manner of men we were among you for your sake. Six. And you became followers. You became followers. But that's how people become weed smokers. They follow those who do the thing. That's how they end up in bad lifestyle. They, they, they pick after those ahead of them. Likewise, in Christ, ye became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with the joy of the Holy Ghost. Just read verse 6. First Corinthians 4 16. First Corinthians 4 16. Wherefore I beseech you, be ye what? Followers of me. That means you are ready to grow, to nurture that life. Sometimes That's it. Then you bring you to the right desk. In order to nurture the life of Christ, you are not just at one point. You don't go back to the world. This is you have to become a follower. Finally, chapter 11 of 1 Corinthians, verse 1. 1 Corinthians 11, 1. Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Don't follow the wrong people. You, that life will not nurture, will not grow. Second Timothy 2 2. Even though I said the last scripture, I wanted I want to read this thing so that you will see how practical this thing is. Second Timothy 2 22, rather. Second Timothy 2 22. Flee also useful last. But follow righteousness that is the direction of the christ life follow it for some of us it means you have to change your friends oh yes sometimes you have to change church or it's not helping you you follow righteousness Sometimes you have to get closer deliberately to certain people. You follow faith. You follow charity. Peace with them but call on the Lord out of a pure heart. I remember a brother who told me, he said, he was sharing his, his experience as he began working with me. He said, I liked politics a lot. I will never miss political discussions. But when I got close to you, I have lost the appetite for politics. <laughs> and I never, I never talk about it. It has gone out of his mind. That is influenced by reason of following the right people. Amen. Amen. You can still go back to drinking if you don't follow the right people. You can go back to a life of 
immorality if you don't follow the right people. Your friends are those who are always discussing the female anatomy and making, you know, talking nonsense and profane. Brother, you are heading their direction. I went to a place to do some business. I was there and uh, two people who worked there, the, the, they were staff. One guy had the guts to tell one lady who, had, who was working, they said, he said, it was lunchtime, he said, follow me, let's go and talk profane. Follow me, let's go and talk profane. Your life will be equally profane. You flee and you follow. You follow them on probably Facebook. You are hearing, you are hearing as we are, we are live right now. You are hearing things like that. You are reading good materials. You are you are reading your Bible. You find a right church to belong to. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's how the Christ life is nurtured. It develops, it buds, it flowers, it increases in your life. Amen and amen. Amen. All head bow and eyes closed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you thank the Lord that He has spoken to you like this? He doesn't want you to die, He wants you to live. Thank God for Jesus. Christ our life. When Christ our life shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Because he lives, I confess tomorrow. Oh, because Christ lives, all fear is gone. And now I know, yes, I know, He holds my future. And life is worth the living just because He lives. Because He lives. Oh, I confess tomorrow, yes, because Christ lives, all fear is gone, all fear is gone, now I know, and now I know, yes, I know, He holds the future, and life is worth the living just because He lives. Hallelujah. Whilst you are seated, you want to be on your feet, everybody, please. Stand on your feet for a while. It's a sacred moment. All eyes closed and head bowed. Sacred moment. You want 
Christ to be your life in this service. I want to pray with you. Wherever you are. We are not talking church. It's not enough to be in church. We're talking about securing your soul, having a relationship with God and, and living a, a fruitful life, a life of fulfillment, a holy life and having a hope of resurrection when Christ shall come. And remember it's a gift. I don't care what, who you are, what you have done is it, it, beside the point. We are talking about God who is desperate to give you a gift. Desperate. He is so desperate, he says, whosoever will may come. And angels are like, God, what did you say? Whosoever, that guy is a murderer. That guy is a thief. That, he said, no. Whosoever. I have a gift for everybody. I don't discriminate. You can come for it. I don't want to close this service, this strength service, and of course, thanksgiving, without giving you that opportunity to receive this gift by faith. I have prayed for you already that you will not go back the same. Because God knew you will be here. But this time the ball is in your court. The choice is now yours. You want the gift of eternal life. The gift of Christ. Christ in you. I want you to raise your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. You are anywhere in this in this place. God bless you. God bless you. Raise your hand. Wonderful. Wonderful. You are amazing. Lift up, lift those hands up. Yes. That is what life is about. Thank you, Jesus. I'm waiting for one more, two more people to join these people. Lift up those hands up. Christ our life. Raise it Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. We thank you. Now I'm praying for you. Father, I thank you for these hands that are up. They are saying that they want you to be their life. And you indeed want to be. You indeed want to be. You took the first step towards giving us this gift. Now, thank you, Lord, for your hands that are up. I pray that your sins be forgiven. They washed, they are washed in the blood of the Lamb. And from henceforth, they have the gift of eternal life. They live holy lives. And they have the hope of the resurrection. I thank you, Father. And I give you praise.
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. All eyes closed one more time. If you raise your hand, I want you to come forward here. And our pastors will usher you just like our daddy is here. Come forward. Don't, don't be ashamed. Come forward. Real quick. Come forward. If you raise your hand, come forward. Join them. Come on, keep clapping. Keep clapping. Come forward. It's a blessing. Thank you, Lord. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Peter, please help them to feel free, right? The church is big enough. That's right. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Wonderful. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Now, please follow. Just a word. We just have a word with you because the service is continuing. And personally, I would also like to see you. And then we will talk. God bless you. Thank you very much. Keep clapping. That's right. Hallelujah. The Lord richly bless you. Amen. Amen. Can we have some other evangelists attend to them so that Apostle can come to this to, to, over here? Amen. You may be seated. God richly bless you. Hallelujah. Praise God.